Hey, Green Future Growers! Welcome to Season 3. I'm your host, Jackie Marie Beyer. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes for free or follow on your favorite podcast app. And let's get growing! Hey, everyone! This is Jackie Marie Beyer, your host, here to help inspire you on your journey to create, grow, and enjoy a green, organic oasis. So let's get growing. Hey, listeners. I hope you can hear me because it seems like my microphone has broken. So I'm just recording right into my MacBook. It is Saturday, July 24th, 2021. And I am just going to quickly go through some amazing things that I think you want to check out. Number one, I just finally released a replay of my interview I did with Jesse Frost, whose new book came out this week on um, July 20th. I know you're going to want to order it. It is just a fantastic book. Um, make sure you leave him a review on Amazon. The Living Soil Handbook, The No-Till Grower's Guide to Ecological Market Gardening. Jesse is the host of the No-Till Market Gardener podcast. And he just like, I know it seems like it's for market gardeners, but I learn so much from every episode that he releases. And just a lot of it applies right to your garden. So I really think you should check out his book, check out his podcast. Definitely listen. I know you're going to get tons of value from Jesse. So, you know, he's a journalist. He's always willing to share. He's got a great Patreon. You can join and support their farm. Um, they have an amazing YouTube channel. You know, Jesse puts in so much heart, him and his wife, Hannah, and their little family in Kentucky. I just love everything they do. And I hope you're enjoying um, that. So definitely check it out. I replayed the interview we just recently did. Also, um, he's been on my show three times. His original episode, I think is 114 here. Let me check really quick. Okay. So Jesse was episode 370 episode 280. Where did it just go? 286. Um, and then also 114. So, you know, one thing I love about my site is we have a great search. Um, so you can search, um, on your phone, on your iPad, on a desktop, it's got a great search bar. Um, you know, one of the things that, and the fact that there's no advertisements, two things I love, but I search on my organicgardenerpodcast.com a ton because when I'm looking when people ask me a question I google whatever they asked or if I'm trying to remember what somebody shared um, I just find that I use that search bar so if you haven't been to the organicgardenerpodcast.com um, go ahead and check it out uh, so number two I wanted to talk to you about is Eileen Catrone, the golden listener of the year 2020. And I just recorded our first, um, we're going to do a thing the rest of the summer and probably keep going, um, where she is going to co-host 
We called it Soul Sister Saturday this morning, but I think it will be Friendship Fridays because uh, it'll probably take me a week to get it out there. So if we record on Saturdays and I release it the next Friday. But anyway, we're talking about what's growing in our gardens, what challenges we're facing, and what we're cooking from in our gardens. So I think you're really going to love that. I'm super excited to release that. Um, you know, she's just been so fun. I've learned a ton from her. If you're not in the organic gardening Facebook group, she posts even more than I do because I actually drew a picture of my computer with like shark teeth the other day. Like, I don't know what is going on, but I don't know if it was just the pandemic last year and me working remotely. Like, I just literally feel like I cannot hardly open my MacBook up. I've just, I'm computer overdosed. So I have an amazing interview with, um, Kat Bien, who was a woofer or she actually just got back. So hopefully we're going to do another update, but before, um, I talked to her, she had signed up in the woofing. She's got so many cool things going on. I can't wait to release that to you. I'm just really behind on editing, Partly probably because I am still working remotely, albeit it's part time and it's, it's not all that many hours, but I still, I just like have an aversion of my computer. Like I can't hardly get on social media. I can't hardly open up my MacBook at all. So I don't know if that will change here in the future or what's going to happen. I've also been super busy because I took this landscaping job on um, the summer, I kind of was like thinking about starting this business in Eureka called local organic lawn care. Um, because I was just excited to mow lawns. Like in March, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be so nice if I could just mow lawns next summer, I could lose some weight again. Cause I gained a ton of weight during the pandemic. Um, I love to mow lawns. It's my guilty pleasure. I know Penny Armister loses sleep about how much I love to mow lawns and how much lawn Mike and I have. But you know, I did this interview and I don't know if I've released it yet, but one thing I noticed about our lawn is that it does like, even though our lawn right now is so yellow and crunchy and it hurts my feet to walk on it. Um, you know, because we can't water it. I mean, all the water that we have, most of it needs to go to either the mini farm or the garden beds around the house, or we don't get to water the orchard enough. Like I know our fruit trees would be producing more and they would be happier if we could water them more. We just don't like have the water, like our house water barely runs the house that well, the new 560 foot. Well, I don't know what's going on. Poor Mike is having like two major challenges. So one is watering the water pressure. Something happened. Like I, left it on overnight on super high and some kind of computer thing. And so he's like in there with a the screw turning some wire. The guy, like when he hooked the pump up, explained to him somehow he's got it back. So we're almost getting full pressure, but we run out of pressure a lot. So I don't know what's up with that, but like water problems. And then he also has a gopher or a Colombian ground squirrel that I think had babies in a family, like down in his mini farm, like, they're battling the peas. Um, they ate all the red cabbages, but not the green cabbages. So I'll still be able to make some coleslaw, but we had like 30 red cabbages. I don't know why he, I bought like two six packs and for some reason they were so packed and they, they were growing so good and they have just ate them. But I feel really bad for the squirrels because 
It is so dry in Montana. And I know you listeners in the east and in the mid, like places where you're getting a ton of rain, you just like probably have not much sympathy for us. But here we are like, like the newspaper every week, it just talks about how dry the woods is, how crunchy it is. And I know the animals, like I haven't even been going walking because I'm kind of scared of bears because I know food is so scarce this year. And I'm also afraid like of a fire sparking while I'm in the woods. So plus I'm just so busy doing this landscaping job. So anyway, that's where I started talking was about one. So the big lesson that I've learned sitting in the garden watering at night is that one of the reasons our lawn is green in the places that it is green and, and more of it is green than brown. I mean, I don't know if more of it, but like the places that are holding water is because we probably have a shade tree every 10 feet throughout most of our lawn, whether it's a fruit tree, a pine tree. Um, we don't really have any, that's pretty much all we have. Doug fir, larch, uh, ponderosa, lodgepole, pine. Um, we have, Mike has like, I'll never forget when I first moved here, he had these four little aspen trees right by the house. And he was like, there's no way we're expanding the house this way. Cause these are the only four water trees and leaf trees I have. And now they're taller than the house. It's so crazy to have seen how much they've grown. And when I look at pictures of our house, like some of the pine trees, because in the woods, it can get really thick, but if you cut down a lot of the trees and a tree is allowed to grow, like they get pretty tall a lot faster than like in the forest. Plus, you know, where he's watering, still a tree that's been growing here for 30 years does not make it a log. Like a lot of loggers around here, there's a big like, oh, the environmental shut down our woods. And if we could just log, well, let me tell you, Plum Brick and um, these other logging places didn't pack up and shut down their mills because there are trees left in the forest that need logged. They took pretty much anything they could make money from, all the marketable timber. And then what's grown back yes, has created a lot of thickets of fire material that's going to make our fire. But really, I personally think a lot of the forest fires are coming because they took out the big marketable timber. And now what's grown back is, you know, maybe it's a 30 foot tree, but it's not going to make a board. It's a skinny 30 foot tree. Or there's these, if the forest service is really leaving these thickets, like we just got this thing in the mail the other night. It's like this giant color, 12 page book of fire damage and what you need to know about the hazards in the forest. And it's like this big, it seems like a prologging. I don't know. I mean, we need thinning. Yeah. We need healthy forest management. Um, but healthy forest management should be like, there should be a hundred year plan and, and hopefully, the forest service is doing a good job in recording. Anyway, that has nothing to do with gardening, although it does because we're breathing smoke. Apparently smoke in New York city is coming from the fires in Oregon. You know, it, we do need to manage our forest healthy. Like Mike does spend a lot of time on our 20 acres, making sure that like brush is piled, that the dead branches are cut off the trees that, you know, trees, we don't have huge thickets of dead timber that everything is managed nicely like even though our house and the gardens and the mini farm are like on a small like one maybe two acre parcel we still have these other 18 acres that he does manage and he does go out there every fall and every spring and he does burn piles and he picks up the slat and you know he's he's kept this property looking clean and healthy you know all the years that we've lived here even though 
it may seem like there's 20 acres of trees and maybe he's going to go back to Christmas tree pruning because it seems like we saw this thing the other day about Christmas trees. It was just like seriously on GMA or CBS or some news station, they were talking about the price of Christmas trees is going to go up because of the fires and the drought and blah, 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 blah. And we're like, this is the most you can say about climate change. Like what did Amy Goodman on Democracy Now! She was talking about the media, there was some media report how mainstream media spent 200 something minutes covering Jeff Bezos's little 11 minute March launch, but yet they only spent the same amount of time covering all of climate change in 2020. You know, and just I get a little frustrated because I am such a progressive because I feel like we need like super climate change action right now. We don't have time to wait any longer. I'm frustrated with our senators. I've certainly called my senators and said, hey, let's support this infrastructure bill. Like I just I haven't released it yet, but I did this interview with an amazing rock star millennial, Sam. I want to say his name's Bellavance from um, a CBD company, Sunset Lake CBD in Vermont. I think you're going to love it. They have 35,000 acres of hemp plants growing. How good is that for our environment? Now they are growing CBD hemp and I would like to see more textile hemp, but he said the reason they went with CBD is because when they were investing in infrastructure, um, the infrastructure needed to process the uh, textile hemp, the kind of hemp that I want to grow for clothing, for, um, seeds, for, um, paper, that that infrastructure isn't here in the United States. They have it in Canada. They have it in China, you know? So here we're passing this big infrastructure bill here in Montana. We're a big ag state, um, because I'm also reading Kiss the Ground. So this is another, um, resource I wanted to talk about today. So there were three big resources, I want to talk about Jesse Frost's book and his podcast, um, Aaron from Florette on Magnolia's channel and the Magnolia app and um, the Kiss the Ground book. So I interviewed, uh, what was his name? Finian Makepeace from Kiss the Ground. And there's a movie, but there's also a book. And as you know, I am not the biggest documentary movie person. I'm not the biggest YouTube fan. That's why I love podcasting. Like, I don't want, I don't know. I just like, I spend so much time on my computer. I'm burnt out. I like to read. I've read so many books this year, but I am loving Kiss the Ground. And one of the amazing stats they were talking about is, um, how much water it takes to grow a head of broccoli as compared to how much water it takes to grow like lettuce or tomatoes or different vegetables. But the crazy one was how much water it took to grow cotton to make a pair of jeans, like just insane. But there's so much great stuff in the Kiss the Ground book. I'm only on page like 130, but, um, if you don't want to watch the movie, but you want to read the book, get the book. I got it from the library. Um, it's a great read. It's full of tons of information. I think it will really inspire you, um, to find out more about what we can do about infrastructure in the United States, what we can do about saving the soil. I mean, the number one thing the book is all about, you know, when Finian was on, um, he was talking about how the biggest thing we can do to, re to solve climate change is, you know, the 24 hour in the soil, um, 
make sure your soil is not bare for more than 24 hours. So I've been really working much harder on that. I've done a much better job this year. I'm really making sure before I harvest anything that I have a plan for what's going to go in there next. As a matter of fact, I'm chomping at the bit for my arugula to go to seed enough that I can pull the seeds and plant something there. And then my black seeded Simpson lettuce, because we kind of have like space issues. Like my Swiss chard did not really grow very much. I didn't get a good germination rate. And I'm like panicking, like I'm not going to get enough Swiss chard this year. And like, I love to freeze Swiss chard to make a lasagna. So actually one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make lasagnas. Um, I've got almost everything. I think I have all the ingredients. So hopefully this weekend, so I can freeze them. Um, now that we have a chest freezer, instead of having to wait until the fall to make them or make it at Christmas time, I mean, I'll probably still make one at Christmas time, but um, to have that lasagna frozen in the garden. Anyway, so Kiss the Ground is a great book. You might want to reach out. And then Aaron from Florette on the Magnolia app. So I think it's like $4.99 a month or $6.99 if you don't want the advertisements to um, subscribe to the Magnolia channel and you can watch you can get a free trial just even if you just want to see the floor. But that's how you have to watch Fixer Upper now. If you like Chuck and Joanna Gaines, I mean, I am a huge, I mean, Chip, Chip and Joanna Gaines. I love her Magnolia Journal magazine. I I don't know much about the Fixer Upper because we never had Home and Garden TV. Then we finally got House and Garden TV and I find out they're not on it anymore. You have to get this Magnolia app, but... And there's tons of other cool-looking shows on the Magnolia app, but let me tell you, Florette, watching Erin, she's so authentic. Learning how she grew her business, if you've ever thought of starting a green business, I mean, she just drops tons of value bombs. Um, they had a crew come to their farm for two years to film it. The first three episodes are up. They say it just keeps getting better. I made it through episode one. I cried tears through episode two. Um, which I'm only just at the beginning of, but already, I mean, it's just, her story is so amazing, um, and how they share it and you're just going to love it and be inspired and see all the challenges that they went through and how, you know, what she started with and what she ended with was just like completely different. And, um, I just really think if you're an Aaron Benzikian, Benzikian, I forget how you say her name, fan from Florette Farm, um, it's just a great watch. So did I talk about the three things I wanted to talk about? Make sure you get Jesse's book. Um, because again, if he's going to be a New York times bestseller, it's like, how many books do you sell within the first seven days? So, and I wanted to get this out on July 20th cause that was the first day you could buy it. But between July 20th and July 27th, so you still have three more days. So if you're going to buy his book, buy it today because that's what makes you a New York Times bestseller is how many sales you get in that first week. I'm pretty sure um, is how that all works. So buy one for you, buy one for a friend. Let's get Jesse on the bestseller list because it's so important that people learn the no-tell um, principles. Um, you know, support his podcast. He's put so much free content out there. Check out his YouTube channel. But again, if you're going to buy his book, buy it, leave him a review on Amazon and try to buy it right away. Um, what was, was there one more thing I wanted to talk about? Mm, I can't remember. So again, I hope, uh, I talked about the lesson with the trees. Make sure you plant some trees with your lawn. Um, 
so you get that shade there. I don't know. I've just been noticing in Eureka, like there's so many people with lawns that like if they just had a tree on this corner of the property, they certainly need more pollinator borders. Um, join the Facebook group. Check out what Eileen's got going on. She has so many amazing things. Eileen Catrone, um, she's in there more than I am, I think, these days. I just love watching her growth, what she's got going on, what she's learned from listening to my podcast, listening to some other podcasts, put it all together, um, and just how much food she's growing, how fun it is, um, to follow her lessons. So join us over there. I know I'm not the best <laughs> at being on Facebook because I'm just having this kind of computer, but I'm sure I'll get back to it. Just, I think I just need to get off of it for a while. Um, so really like, you know, the teacher and me, I, I tutored kids on this kid pass site. And if I don't get a teaching job at a school, which I don't know if they just pass some new money, I see in Montana. I mean, the last three days, there's like three pages of teaching jobs up there. So who knows if a principal will end up calling me. Um, I'm kind of sick of teaching online, the whole online tutoring thing. It was good. It had its pluses and minuses. Um, and then again, I started this landscape job this summer, which I have learned a ton. Oh, so did I talk about that? Like the relief from Box of Rain getting some soil from them the other day. It was just amazing. Like the woman was like, how's your day going? And I was just like, oh, but then after I bought the soil and like, I just, it was just like the relief was amazing because we've been battling. I still have these herbs from... I bought, I think like at the beginning of June at the farmer's market, like in their little pots, they're barely hanging on. They've been sitting in the shade at the front of our house in the North part where they don't really get any sun. I just moved them down to the garden to under a shade tree, but they are about to get into their own pots of dirt. Um, because I've been trying to figure out what we're going to do. This woman has this greenhouse. She wants me to plant. We have to figure out how to put the exhaust system in how to get, um, air flowing, like her whole problem before she hired me up until Memorial day was how to warm it. But then I was like, look, you gotta have, she doesn't have windows. There's like plastic. Um, I was like, you gotta have air flowing through there. So we still haven't planted anything in the greenhouse. And then like figuring out what are we going to do to fill the beds? Like I talked her into putting tubs in there this year instead of permanent beds. Cause I'm like, you want to figure out, you know, where are you going to be walking? Where's the sun going to be growing? you know, north side, south side, what's going to grow better? Like I wouldn't put the permanent beds in. I would just get tubs. And even the tubs, we, we spent a couple hundred dollars buying tubs, trying to find dirt to fill these tubs. I've been wanting to go down to Pico down in Big Arm and get one of the, they sell this organic, really nice organic dirt, um, in these big white giant bundles, but they're like 165 bucks, but they're so worth it. Um, but we haven't been able to go down there. So then I bought like some of their bags, but their bags were like $7 and 50 cents a piece. It took me like three bags to fill, um, just a small green, I mean, a small silver round tub. Um, so that was just like, you know, I went through $75 worth of dirt planting. I think like I planted, um, one tomato, one cucumber, one a couple of, or no, five cucumbers, a tomato, a sunflower, and then two pots of, um, flower. No, I put the flowers in some cheap dirt that we got that I'm not happy with. 
anyway, it's been, that's been like a whole challenge is where to find the dirt. So the other day I finally went to Boxerine and got some really expensive, um, is it happy frog dirt? But I think that's going to be my best bet. And so I'm pretty excited to get these herbs and that good, healthy dirt, um, to plant. I'm going to plant some fall lettuce and arugula that I'm hoping we're actually going to get to put in her greenhouse. And so she's going to have, um, green, she's a big greens eater for this, um, for the, for going into the fall and the winter this year. And then kale, hopefully we're going to have a whole bunch of food for her for that. Um, and we're still trying to figure out the, the fan thing. I talked to this company called farm tech, which is a division of growers, gardener supply, grower supply. I can't remember. Um, and so at least I got the stats on what size fan we need a fan with a thermostat, I guess, um, to put in the wall, um, to get the air circulating in there. And anyway, so that's been one challenge. I've had a couple other people that like they wanted their lawns mowed, but they also wanted like their weeds whacked and they wanted like, I don't know, just, it's been a challenge, this local organic lawn care business that I tried to launch to get to mow lawns so I could lose weight from all the weight I gained during the pandemic. So that's been keeping me busy. Oh yeah. And I was going to tell you, I got my very first garden article published in our local paper. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and I'm going to start like having a monthly column in my local paper. So I will put the link to that where you can read it. And I was going to start sharing some of the articles I'm writing for them. I submitted three articles and they picked one. My next one's due, um, August 12th. So that's another thing that I've been doing. Like I've been doing a lot of writing and working on my writing, but I find that writing on paper by hand is better for me. <laughs> and then I just type it up. So anyway, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, anyway, I would love to know how your garden's growing. I know again, like I said, I'm not the best on social media, but if you post in the Facebook group, Mike usually sees it. He shows it to me. Um, we try to stay on top of that. Eileen, Eileen is, Eileen is over there. Um, you know, Patty Armbruster checks in. So, um, it is a great, place. I'd love to see what's growing in your gardens and, uh, I hope you have enjoyed season three. I will try to get the rest of the episodes I've recorded again. Uh, if you are a backyard gardener and you want to share with me, I would love to share your journey. I really would like to finish out, um, 2021 with backyard gardeners. How did your garden grow? If you have a garden, um, I did somebody, somebody did contact me and we did do a recording. Um, so I have that one in the bank. I only have about five episodes in the bank. Um, I'm sorry. I know I'm behind releasing them. Um, but I would love to get some more, um, local backyard gardeners, any listeners out there, you know, I know you, maybe you think you don't have enough value to share, um, or maybe you're scared of recording, getting up, but it's again, it's a phone call. There's no video. It's super fun. And I would love to share your journey. I'm sure you have lots of, um, lessons to teach us. And so thank you guys so much for listening. I really value you putting us in your headphones and listening to the show. I know my guests share great value because I've gone from brown thumb to green thumb. I've had a lot of successes this year, certainly been eating more. 
Um, and if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. Email is the best way to reach me. Orgpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to Mike, Mike's Green Garden at gmail.com. Definitely the best way to reach me. And uh, hope you're enjoying it. Everything. Um, if you want to join Patty and I on Grow Live on Saturday mornings, that's another thing that's been taking a lot of time too. Although um, is is doing that show. But oh my goodness, if you watch what Patty releases, I mean, she makes these PowerPoints that slides are so valuable. She sent me some, but I don't know how much they translate to audio. So I kind of wanted to listen to them before I release them. Um, but I will, I think I have three of those in the bank too. Um, but if you watch it on YouTube, I mean, that's really the place to see it because you want to see the pictures, you want to see the slides. She's amazing there. So hope you like our soul sister Saturday friendship Friday. If you want to be a friend and connect with Eileen and I, uh, join the Facebook group and I hope you're having a wonderful summer. Stay cool or stay dry or whatever your temperature is. And thank you so much for listening and grow healthy. Do you know someone who would benefit from the organic gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.